I'm co-host James Ash. And I'm co-host Phil Scaife. Welcome to the Business Lockdown. Uh, I'd love to welcome on today's show David Mankle from Mankle Over Matter, uh, fitness, and wellness, fitness and wellness coach. Is that right, Dave? Is that yeah, the right that sounds way to... about right to me, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. World's, world's strongest man, so you can certainly uh, lift some weights, which we'll, we'll find out more about as well, David. So thanks for, for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity um, just to have a little chat with you guys and catch up and whatnot and see, see if we can uh, come up with any interesting topics. Yeah. Well, hi, David. Welcome to the show. Now then, mate, how's it going? You all right? Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Good. <laughs> so we usually just start with um, bringing the audience up to speed with sort of like your your journey from sort of like, you know, where you got to sort of, I suppose, before before the shutdown and everything, before before mm-hmm. the uh, the lockdown. Yeah. Do you want to just sort of like bring bring us up to speed with um, the awards you've won and, and your, sort of, your, your sort of journey through there? Yeah, sure. Um, so... I would say over the last like maybe four years, I've built up um, a brand. Um, so initially, I was traveling, um, came back, started to build up this brand, uh, Mankle Over Matter. It was David Mankle personal personal training, but since then it's changed. Um, my personal accolades, I, well, I would say the, the the best ones of last year were Hull Strongest Man. Uh, Merseyside and Lincoln's strongest man at uh, under 105 kilo category. So my own personal journey has gone from one which is most probably, um, I would say like more like bodybuilding style and now it's gone into more of a strength facet. So, so yeah, so I, was, I suppose that's, that's where I am at the moment. Um, I did a powerlifting competition uh, just before this all kicked off and did pretty well at that. So I'm thinking, fingers crossed, if it all blows over, I'm looking at going for uh, a British record next year. If it all blows over, obviously we're pretty limited at the moment. There's no gyms that are open. It's going to be very hard to train. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you spoke there about switching. You was David, David Mankell personal training, was it? And you've switched That's to... Right. Mankle over matter. So there's been a there's been a shift. Can you tell it? Give us some insight into into why that's happened. Your decisions behind that. And yeah, yeah. I think to be honest with you, it's just like a natural progression over over the last several years of what what I what I actually am as a as a person. uh, What resonates with me as a person and as a brand as well. Um, So I wanted to get away a little bit from just the generic personal trainer because I don't think that's realistically what I am. Uh, I have, uh, I have quite a, quite a, a lot of uh, interest in, in the mindset that's involved within coaching, um, you know, sports performance and uh, just, just in life really. So, so, so the wellness part is sort of like sort of crept through over time, and I noticed with a lot of my clients, um, a lot of the time it wasn't actually the the physical thing that they was realistically looking for. It was something uh, more emotionally based and and sort of like you know uh, to do with satisfaction and contentment rather than an actual physical thing. Although that's sort of you know uh, 
a byproduct of it. So yeah, so that's pretty much why I, I changed the brand. So what's, what's the typical, a typical client sort of get from you? Um, you're saying that they sort of like, they appear uh, talking about something physical, mm-hmm. but it's, 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 it's usually something different to that, something more psychological. Yeah. I mean, generally what happens is somebody will get in touch with me and they'll say, the generic one is I want to lose, I want to lose weight. Um, and there's a big distinction, obviously, between just losing weight and body fat. So then we have to make that distinction. Um, and then, you know, we, we sort of come up with a, a strategy and how to achieve that goal. But within that, what I try and do is I try and delve a little bit into the reasons why that person wants to achieve that goal. So we come up with things like uh, promise statements. Um, I think we talked about that, didn't we, in yep. the past? So I, I actually integrate, integrate them in, within my coaching now as well. And they work relatively well. Some people like to use them, some people don't. The thing with, with uh, personal training is that everybody is different. So you'll have some people that will respond really well to the, to the, the theory side of things and the mental aspects of it. And then other people are more results driven. So you've just got to find what works best for that individual, really, I would say. Yeah. And, and so that would, presumably that was previously, that was, um, that was a, a physical one-to-one discussion, relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, how does that look now um, in this sort of non-world uh, that we're... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, to some extent, it's, it's similar. I mean, I can always talk to people via a Zoom call, or text or email or social media, the contact is still there. Obviously, as I said, like human beings like to have that actual physical interaction. So even though, you know, we're speaking via a Zoom call at the moment, it's still not quite the same as an actual physical one-to-one interaction. Yeah. Um, And for me as well, for me, like actually, uh, coaching people, it's it's a it's a very different scenario. It does feel a little bit strange. Um, I would say myself, it's taken time for me to get comfortable behind a camera. So th- there is a few challenges that we, as personal trainers, have, especially if we're um, predominantly one-to-one based coaching. Yeah. You just said there. David, which I'm, I'm keen on um, just delving a little bit deeper on, is uh, that it's taken time to be comfortable in front of camera. So yeah, I, I, would say, I would say I'm still not 100% comfortable, but I'm a, I'm a lot more at ease. And that, that is a lot to do with yourself, mate, to be honest with you. Um, you know, telling me to do these things, to push some content out, you know, to get behind the camera, to do fly on the wall sort of situation, to get, you know, some professional pieces of kit, so all of this um, is, has taken time, but you know, like it's it's come up, it's come from good advice, which is obviously your own. I think you're your I'll own. Take that. Thank you very much. 
I think you're your own harshest critic there because I've seen your car videos uh, and you look really natural. Just uh, I've told you before, you've just got a real, real flow to your presentation. So I appreciate that. Thank you, mate. Yeah, you're probably setting your standards more than I do. Possibly. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's quite difficult, isn't Sorry, it? Good, to, isn't yeah, it's quite difficult to um, to gauge it, really. I guess you know some people just have a natural, a natural sort of like flow, flow to the to their their videos. I've got a friend um, called Sam. He's another another coach, and he's a bit like a Joe Wick style, like really animated. So you know, for him, this is perfect. This is yeah. like perfect opportunity for him just to pump out loads of content. Um, for for those who are maybe not as natural behind a camera, it's a good opportunity to learn how to become more more comfortable. Yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Wick's this week. I mean, it was supposed to have been school PE, wasn't it? it and I've I've taken part with the boys this week. He has broken me. <laughs> has it really? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I dare say the work, the workouts are not not easy. I mean, for me, I I tried to do an old workout that I hadn't done in years, and this was like sort of body weighted strength endurance, I guess. Um, and it absolutely ruins me. But but three years ago it would have been a breeze. So I suppose it's it's what you what you're used to doing. If you're not used to doing that sort of thing, yeah, it's going to be quite challenging. I would have thought. Yeah, but well, it's good the, that you're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's whether it's whether it, whether I keep doing it afterwards. That's that's the thing, isn't it? Making the habits. Yeah, consistency, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so you've you've got a little girl, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so how's, how's, uh, how's your little girl sort of like coping with this or, or you as a dad coping with this um, change? I think to be honest with, with you, she's quite oblivious to the, to the fact she still gets to, because myself and, um, my daughter's mum are not together with sort of like different houses, but she still gets to interact. She's been around this morning, um, Nothing's really changed apart from we're just a bit more cautious when we're going out. So from that perspective, not a, not a massive amount has changed. Um, I didn't get to see her on the Friday, which I usually get to see her on the Friday, um, because my daughter's mum was a little bit apprehensive about me interacting. But yeah. it's I've been under lockdown for a good week now. I've not been out. Um, there's no real symptom. Well, there is no symptom, so... I'm presuming, and I say presuming, I don't know, yeah, but absolutely. I'm presuming that I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But you can never be too careful, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and especially as a, as a parent, you know, you, you, the, the responsibilities, you know, they just, they just get heightened, don't they? So yeah. you're very aware of every cough, sneeze, dry throat. Even, even down to some of the, their actions. So, f for example, Minnie is teething at the moment. So she's putting her fingers in her mouth mm -hmm. all the time. And... I'm like thinking in the back of my head, well, potentially she's touched something that could, you know, have this virus on. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, you are a lot more aware of the situation, I guess. Yeah. As, as, as parents, I think a lot of us, we'd already stopped taking our kids to the supermarket um, just because, because of that very reason. You just, especially with the little ones um, with the hands in the mouths and touching everything, et cetera. But it's nice to see that the supermarkets now have stepped in and they've actually more or less put a ban on children going into the, into the shops now. Um, yeah. I mean, so, I, I did see a parent and child going to a small uh, food shop 
yesterday. And I thought, is that a bit, I was like in two minds really. I was thinking, is that a bit irresponsible? But then at the same time, if, if that was the only option, yeah, you just yeah. don't know, do you? Yeah. One of the things that baffled me was I went, yesterday I had to go and get some food. So I did go out and there was that, you know, social distancing in place. But then when I got to the, when I got to the till, the, the lab behind the till obviously scanned the food um, but he wasn't allowed to put the food inside the bag, which I didn't quite understand because you've handled my shopping. So it made completely no sense to me whatsoever. Just handle it once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there you go. I don't know. Yeah. Um, how, how frust- I'm curious, how, how frustrated are you not getting in, inside of a gym at the moment? I mean, I, think today, for, for, I, I can only imagine. For the <laughs> I mean, I've had since what December the sixteenth. I've been. I've had a personal trainer. I probably trained the hardest um, over a three-month period I ever have with expert um, guidance. And so, you know, I, I know how frustrating it is for me not to be continuing with that. But then again, I, every time I think of that, you know, I know of friends that I'm connecting with on a daily basis who are on complete lockdown in isolation in Italy and in Spain and other countries. So if that's my biggest frustration right now, then how fortunate am I? So I, I exactly. That's, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? The, th- the thing is, it's like you can look at it both ways. You can look at it as, you know, a negative or a positive, really. And you're always going to get, well, you, you never, you, nothing positive is com- going to come from a negative. So you may as well see it in a positive light and see what you can do rather than what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for, for me, training-wise, today's the, the first day where I felt really agitated. Um, I've just woke up like this, and it's not because I haven't trained, because I have trained. I've got enough weight in my house to be able to perform you know, some relatively good workouts. I've got loads of pieces of equipment that are portable. Um, but... It's not quite the same. It, I'm not going to lie. It's not quite the same. It's not the same feel. I'm maybe not as motivated. Need to have an extra five coffees before I train just to get a bit more amped. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's it is different. It does feel a bit weird. But at the same time, there's opportunity in this as well. So mm-hmm. I was saying for for coaches and for clients, this is a really good opportunity to to see how your we'll see whether or not you're actually performing an exercise correctly is it targeting the area that you want it to target how does your body work so this is a big one with a lot of people who come into the gym and they've almost been deconditioned to understand how their their body moves and reacts but this is this is a really good opportunity to figure it out you know this 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 hiatus where we're at home and we've got nothing else to do why not? Why not try some? Why try? Why not try some physical activity and see actually how the biomechanics of your body work? Yeah, you know. So. It, it comes back to something else we've been talking about this week, which is with this extra time that I'm not sure all parents are agreeing that there's extra time now. I think there's a lot less time for some people, but for a lot of people, there's more time. Uh, is what you do with the time, where you invest that, um, that you that you you couldn't invest before because the life got in the way and and as we found out the superficial got in the way so yeah yeah, i I agree with you i think 
for a lot of people, yeah, it is a lot. It is more challenging. You, you know, if you've got kids and you're you're under lockdown at home, you, I understand how difficult it is, and I'm sure you do as well. Um, it is hard, but you know, for those who maybe do have a bit more time, yeah, it's a massive opportunity to skill up on certain things. Um, for myself, yesterday, before I cancelled my Audible account, I had like six credits. So I just got loads of really informative um, books, like on on strength training, on you know biomechanics, on mindset, and you know that's now it's an opportunity. Like this morning, I was just like washing up. I had my earphones in and I was listening to uh, Starting Strength, which is a fundamental book for strength training. So, so you know, there's the opportunity right there. The the cancelling because you're obviously into audio books. Mm-hmm. Cancelling of, of Audible, was that, a, was that a financial decision? Yes. So basically what I've done is I've just put a list of all, all of the non-essential outgoings that I have. And they're just slowly getting cancelled out at this moment in time. Obviously, there's certain things that you can't really cancel. But it's just a contingency, just, yeah. to, just in case. I mean, for- so you, you fall into the self-employed bracket. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is, which has probably been the bracket that's been the hardest for the government to support. And also, um, in the most, well, it was, it, it was the, the last section to receive some support and probably maybe not to the same extent as other people are, are receiving or, or were expecting. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, it's all, to be honest with you, there's not anything really definitive that I've seen. It's all a bit wishwashy. Even now, I'm I'm because I've researched it and I've got a few friends who who are sort of, you know, they sort of understand the legislation. Even then, they're not sure about whether it's you know net net profit, gross profit, which is you know over the three years where they sort of like work out your tax and uh, sorry your your income earnings. Yeah. So so there's certain little things at the moment that I don't fully understand. From what I do understand, the the government will get in touch with you if you're eligible. But if you're not, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of scenarios where people are self-employed and they might not be eligible for for income support. What are they going to do? Mm. You know, what what are they going to do if they haven't got savings? It's even worse. Yeah. Mm. So so it's a, it's a it's a tricky situation. Yeah, and 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 because it's happened so rapidly, um, it leaves it leaves the government obviously on the back foot in order to provide the funding, and then us um, lot, if you like, in a, in a, in a state of unknown, and until everything everything catches up. Um, exactly. So yeah, absolutely, stre- you know, st- stressful times with, um, with sort of cash cash flow, especially for yeah. This, yeah, ex- yeah. I, th- I think I think it is. Don't get me wrong. I think it is a very hard task for the government at the moment to be able to provide um, accurate support for for people. And it's something that's unprecedented. It's something that's never happened before. So, like, you can sort of understand how difficult it is going to be. But at the same time, there is a lot of people that need that financial support at the moment that I'm not getting it. Yeah. You know, I think they said uh, June is, is they'll backdate from 
I think it's April. But the if you are eligible, you won't you won't actually get that that uh, payment until June. So for those that are living week by week, month by month, I know a lot of personal trainers are. I know a lot of coaches are. It's going to be a very hard month yeah. uh, for for them financially. Yeah. So you so you've obviously you've focused on the things that you can control. Your 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 non essentials. Um, you know, cut that, cut those out. Is there any other changes that that you've um, that you've made that you've you sort of looked at? Um, just just personally, or do you mean in relation to, or both? Both personally, professionally. I mean, I'm pretty. Um, or as a parent, I was as or as a parent. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty keen on finding out. We've 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 spoke about the shift of your personal training, and we've touched on a few personal things there as parenting and. Um, cutting down on your your um your financial your overheads is are you still able to, are you still making money are you still dealing with clients right now how have you shifted what so you do? i have i have i have quite a large uh client base of current clients and and past clients i'm quite lucky in that respect um i've been getting in touch with them i've been putting out content a lot more home workout based content um and then I've had a few people get in touch with me about providing online coaching um, in relation to the equipment that they have available to them. So this is obviously for me. This is I, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's I think it's um, this will weed out your, your average Joe in comparison to somebody who is actually passionate about coaching training. Um, so yes, I enjoy it. I enjoy the the challenging aspect of figuring out ways in which myself and the client can actually achieve a goal with the equipment that they actually have. Yeah, it's funny you said there that this this will weed out those that are passionate about it, and I think we're we're seeing that across across many industries. But in terms of, I think this a lot of people are experiencing how their teams come together. You know, in business. Mm. Uh, who's who's uh, who's standing up and, and prepared to be counted? And um, you know these these are times to, to to not mess about. You know we need to be working um, not only harder um, in in a lot of respects, but also smarter as well. And uh, we're we're certainly we're certainly learning a lot ourselves with that as well, aren't we, Phil? That um, how people are actually coming together under under these times, and we're massively proud of our team we're, we're in talks with a lot of people on how their workforce are coming together how their the the attitudes of, of their teams and it's pretty inspirational really um it's pretty inspirational and how people have adapted to working remotely the yeah. first day that the first um the first morning that we 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 had our team working remotely and straight away what we found interesting were how, what the team were doing with an extra hour in the day that they weren't traveling you know, the work traveling to work. So potentially your workforce could become more productive because they don't have to commute in a sense. Whether yeah. that actually works out like that is another question, but you could look at, you could put a positive spin on this as well. I, and think, it's, I think it's not just the time, the time of, of the commute, but I also think it's sort of, you're making many, many micro decisions during a commute which gives you sort of decision fatigue in a, in a very sort of small way but it, it accumulates so i think when you strip that away along with a lot of the other things the other parts um especially in a creative 
industry like ours, you find that you find more space, more, you know, to, to move your, your mind into it. It's not so much, say, yeah, yeah, it's not so much about the, about the time, but as much about the, 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 the bandwidth, as we say, the mental bandwidth. I agree with you completely. Yeah. Less, less task, less, less mental processing. Absolutely. Can, can, it, I just, can I stop you a sec? I'm just going to plug in the, the computer because it's down to about 7%. So I'll wait for two seconds. No problem. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Um, so when it comes to training, what are, what are you doing? Um, what have you been doing in the past week with, uh, with your health and fitness? My training is Joe Wicks. You spoke about Joe Wicks. Have you, you, have you been doing, have you been on your exercise bike or is that, is that, is that, um, is that the wrong way to, to mention the Peloton bike? Is that? Keris uh, uh, has owned it on the on the Peloton, and uh, I have not quite yet. Um, I'm, I'm still wa still waiting to start that one. It's still a clothes hanger for me. <laughs> we, we're back in the game, David. Yeah, we're back in the game. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It just for me, it was going down rapidly. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> um, you, you spoke about um, some of the, you, you spoke about the the. Um, the strength book. Can you you took, and you got you had some credits remaining. Can you can you give um, our audience some um, pointers towards some of the, the books, the resources that you'd recommend and why? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll I'll just quickly bring it up on my phone and I'll I'll have a quick rundown of what I've a lot of a lot of them have been uh, impulse buys, but some of them have been a little bit uh, sort of purchased on a bit more of an educated um, thing. So the one that I'm, I'm listening to at the moment is a book uh, called Starting Strength. And it's great for any, anybody who um, is trying to get into strength training, wants to understand the, the fundamental exercises like squat, bench press, deadlift, overhead pressing. It's, I, I mean, I'm only into a, a few chapters, but it's, a lot of it is what I adhere to anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the the narrator comes across pretty well as well. He he puts his own little sort of spin on things, and it's quite concise. So it's yeah, I mean that that's quite a good book for anybody, you know, regardless of whether you're a beginner, intermediate, advanced. It's still a good book to read. It, if you're advanced, it'll just sort of reiterate what you're already doing. If you begin it intermediate, it will most probably give you a few ideas on how to develop and perfect your uh, techniques when it comes to strength training. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, the other one that I, I got was uh, practical programming for strength training. I don't have a clue about this. This is just something that I had a quick look over and the reviews were pretty good. So I'll let you know on that one as well. Awesome. Um, let's just have a quick look at some of the other ones. Uh, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. I think you know who David Goggins is. Yeah. I haven't heard of him. Yeah, you haven't or you have? Uh, David Goggins, is, he was a, I think he was a Navy SEAL. Uh, and he's gone for a really rough childhood, but he does these ultra marathons now. So he does like, like he, is, the, is he the world record holder for the pull-ups? I think he, I think he has got that world record before. I don't know if he is at the moment. Yeah. 
He's he's a machine, that guy. I mean, he is. Was it? He because he was he was he was pretty weighty, wasn't he? And he decided to lose weight. That, and that's right. He went on the ultra marathon. Yeah, I mean, it's different. It, it, it's yeah. He's a, he's the guy's like an alien. What he's able to commit to and achieve. Sort, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it sort of shows you the potential uh, of human capacity when it when it comes to these sort of athletic pursuits. You know. And I, I completely, well, to some extent, I agree with with him. You know, the man, the man is the the controller behind the the machine. So, without sort of that mental toughness, you're going to really struggle to achieve the things that most people want to achieve. He takes it a little bit too far, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you if you give it a read, it's it's intense. I was listening to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes, and it just blew my head. It was a it was a long podcast. I think, as they usually are, they're about what three hours. Yeah, but yeah, he was he's just an intense guy, mate. He's just really like. Shh. I mean, we was doing a run, wasn't he? And the last however many miles, he was running on like broken bones, and he's he was tear he torn various parts of his legs, and I think he's, I think he's broken nearly every bone in his body by the sounds of things. Yeah. I think his thing doesn't he say that that when you when you feel like you've reached your limits when you're doing when you're running or training and you're you're that you're starting your body's telling you you're at the max that's actually the mind and you're only at ten percent of what you can actually do. He says you're at that, that, that's at the point where you're at, it's something like ten percent of what you're actually physically able to do. It's just your mind that's telling you you can't. It's yeah, like, <laughs> but as you know. <laughs> It's like a state of flow, I guess. So if, if there's something that, I don't know, say if you go for a run, you get to that point where you just feel a bit uncomfortable and like in the back of your head, it's, go, it's saying like, you know, just, just go into a walk. Uh, but this, is, this little voice in your head is, it's, it's there as a buffer. It's there to sort of, your body doesn't like to change. It likes to stay in constant. So by pushing it, especially at the start, it most probably isn't comfortable and you will get those little voices saying, just slow down, just stop, you know, even down to diet. It's the same deal. Just have that bit of cake. It's all right. Well, uh, yeah. And realistically, if you want to improve in any facet, you've got to push your comfort zone. So I'm just pulling, I'm just pulling him up now. He's 45. It says, on January the 19th, 2013, at CrossFit Brentwood Hills in Brentford, Tennessee, Goggins broke the world record for the most pull-ups done in 24 hours, completing 4,030 pull-ups in 17 hours. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't even know how you'd have, like, like you'd just get bored. Like, how can you, like, how can you mentally, like, stay that engaged with, with doing pull-ups? It's crazy, mate. Age, crazy. age 45 as well. <laughs> Age forty-five, yeah, he's uh, he's an absolute mach- absolute machine. Um, he doesn't look forty-five either. No, no, he doesn't. He's um, yeah, his mental toughness is different, different level, different level stuff. That guy. Um, well, just before we wrap up, Dave, um, what's what's an easy piece of advice you'd, you'd give our um, you'd give our audience? You know, what's someone some you know someone who's Stressed at this moment, juggling kids and work and home life, and just wanting some 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 stability, some grounding, um, and wanting to get fit and healthy or increase their levels of fitness. What's what's 
Where, what's a start that you'd recommend? What's a, a, a great piece of advice for, for people to, just to work to, on? Just to start something. I think rather than procrastinating, just actually do some, dedicate a little bit of time to yourself. You know, you've got 24 hours in a day. Yeah, you might have kids. It's going to be hard. But, you know, even if you dedicate 15, 20 minutes to yourself and just do a bit of activity, the activity could be anything. It could be putting on, I don't know, some, some music channel and just dancing. Not that I would do that personally. <laughs> I would never admit to that. <laughs> um, or if you've got like some pieces of equipment lying around your house, you know, come up with some sort of structure. It doesn't need to be perfect. You can refine this over time. So for myself, the way I've done things is I've tried to keep it similar to what I would do in the gym. Bench day, squat day, deadlift day. Um, obviously, the environment's different and the weight, the loading is different. But I, I've got a, I've got a bit of a, I've got a bit of a structure, and I'm working on that structure to come up with something that is challenging, interesting, um, and I'm going to basically be able to do it and progress with it. Yeah. So yeah, I would say I would say just start some, just do something rather than nothing. Mm-hmm. If you're unsure, you know. Loads of PTs at the moment online. Do you know what I mean? Like, just get in touch with them. Just send them a, a direct message asking for a bit of advice. Any decent PT would be more than happy to help. Well, that, that nicely links into uh, the final question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do people get hold of you? Um, so, yeah, through the usual social media channels. So, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube as well. Mankle over matter. All three of them are the same. And we're spelling Mankle, M A M A N K E L. K E L. Yeah. And then over matter, obviously. So, so yeah. Okay. So, if anybody's got any questions about training from home, diet advice, whatever it is, more than happy to help. Just send a message to my inbox. That's, you know, and I'll get back in touch. Brilliant. Awesome. Great stuff. Nice one. David Mankle, thank you for joining us. And uh, more importantly, just for, um, for providing value to our audience, it means it means a lot. And this, um, it's under under pretty shocking circumstances. We're, uh, you know, it's it's massively important to be as positive as possible. And and as as our strapline goes, you know, stronger together. So um, so you know, it, these are interesting and uncertain times. But um, yeah, thank you for 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 being on our show and uh, and providing uh, uh, your knowledge to our audience. So it means a lot, mate. Thank you so much for joining us on the Business Lockdown. Please comment, like, share and subscribe to help build our global community. We look forward to seeing you all soon.